Coming up in this episode, we're down here at Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest at Lake of the Ozarks Harley-Davidson, and we're just having a great big time. With me, as always, is Randy Lewis from BikeWorks. What up, Cletus? Cletus is up. Yeah. yeah. Lots of background noise, but that's cool because that's what the Bike Fest is all about. Man, great day to be out here in the motorcycling community. It is. There's it is. so we're many freaking see people out here. All kinds of people, all kinds of rides. Yeah, yeah. Apparently rides with boom boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More music, less clothes. That's right. So stick around. We'll talk more about what's going on down here at Bike Fest. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. You know, there are a lot of great places to cruise around the Ozarks, whether it's a two-lane back road or a four-lane highway. I strongly suggest you put Brad Bradshaw's number in your phone, 417-333-3333. A lot of people out there this summer, and some may not be watching out for you, and they're probably not. But Brad's a physician, surgeon, and a lawyer. So he can help you with all aspects of your situation. After the show, check him out online at bradbradshaw.com. Remember, save his number, 417-333-3333. Just got one number to remember, three. You know, sometimes even the best maintained bikes need a little mechanical maintenance. So if you want a first-rate service, then go by Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first Level 5 Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. The red-level technicians can keep you rolling this summer. And if it's time for a new ride... Well, Heartland Honda's got you covered with huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. So give them a call at 479-751-7022 or find them online at heartlandhonda.com. Heartland Honda, work hard, play hard. Well, Randy, we couldn't ask for better weather for this. No, not at all, man. I mean, it's, it's nice perfect. And... You've got your uh, a beverage in hand. Oh, Are we going to call anywhere. it an adult beverage? I meant to get you something with maybe some pink umbrellas or a little... Uh, uh, you find me some with a pink umbrella, it better be hot and it better be ethnic. <laughs> well, at least you got a nipple on that. <laughs> yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah. Don't leave home without it, folks. So if you've never been to Bike Fest, it's something that everybody ought to do at least once. Uh, Lake of the Ozarks really pulls out the stops, has a lot of people coming around. Uh, we're yeah, currently yeah. Uh, located at the Law Tigers setup, and Law Tigers have graciously allowed us to set up and do our podcast here. Yeah, we're just a couple of cheap tricks, and we'll find any spot, right? Well, exactly. All you need to do is clear a table and open the beer mug. <laughs> yeah. You know what's so sick about this Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest is most rallies you go to, it's located in one spot. You know, there's going to be some outlying areas that do some shit. But this is spread out over the entire Osage Beach area. So if you've ever been here, it's a big lake community, right? You think, what's the lake and the motorcycles got to do? With a lake, there's a bar. With a bar, there's a motorcycle. So that's kind of where well, we're at. Well, that's kind of by law, isn't it? I think so. It, It'd be it, sacrilegious by edict, if it wasn't. Anyway. 
So we're, we're at Harley, and it's going to be one, if you're headed uh, west to east, it's going to be one of the first things that you're going to see coming into Lake of the Ozarks. Right there Osage on Highway Beach. 54. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you keep going on. You got down at the Bagnell Dam Strip. About anybody with an open parking lot are trying to set up vendors and try to set up people to, to get more interest into it. Campgrounds are the big party spot late at night. You know, there's a bunch of places putting on music festivals, bars, all the, all the happening bars that you go to, or restaurants rather. They're having events all weekend, so it's a, it's just a great time to get out and see the motorcycle community at its finest. Okay, so what that was... A bit of tef- technical difficulty, maybe? Technical difficulty. Now, it was nobody's fault. It just happened. Sometimes equipment breaks down. It's the first time we've ever done a live remote, and it just petered out. It gave out. Everything crashed. So, unfortunately... The rest of this podcast is going to be recorded here in the old Magic Studio. Uh, <laughs> we have fixed this problem. It's not a matter of really fixing it. I went ahead and purchased some equipment that is specifically designed for recording on Good. scene. We got rid of that antiquated analog bullshit where it's like tap and wire type thing. You had a squirrel cage powering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what you're listening to now, the new stuff. The new devices. New yeah. devices. Go anywhere. So. Unfortunately, we had a good conversation with the folks down there at uh, Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest and had lots of fun. And I assure you that in the future, we're going to be doing a lot more remote podcasts. And this will never happen again because this new device is not only portable designed, but it's got dual backup. There you go. So, you you know. Yeah, man, it was a trip. And if you weren't down there, didn't come see us, we gave away gift certificates like crazy, too. Yeah, we also did a trivia contest and yeah. things like that. And we're going to kick it up another notch and do like games and, Hell you yeah. know, the Wheel of Fortune stuff and midget tossing, midget tossing, <laughs> wet t shirt contest. Yeah, Craig's the wet t shirt contest, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, um, my daughter says she listens to these. I'm sorry. Even though she's older than you. Yeah. She told me that I should cut back on the language. What? She didn't say nothing about you, though. Yeah, I was going to say, it must be my language is what it is. Yeah. I'm probably the worst offender of that, for sure. So, sweetheart, if you're listening, I don't want to- Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do what we're going to do. That's pretty much it. So, coming up in the future, we're going to focus a lot. Now, of course, we're getting into the technically end of the riding season coming up. But yeah, we so are to gonna we are gonna focus a lot on doing remote podcast and that's something to look forward to. Yeah, for me it was amazing to get out of the shop for a second. I was You super, actually got to ride your bike. Yeah, I was super reluctant because I was like, shit, man, I've got all this to do. I'm losing business time. The guy that was in there who I have working for me, he's been sick all week. So it was just literally shut down the shop. So I was super apprehensive about it. But then once I got out there and started seeing all the people, seeing all the bikes and being in the atmosphere, it's like, holy shit, I remember why I love these events so much. And it was really, really... Just a nice stress reliever. Got some decent food. Met some amazing people. Saw some okay-ish bikes. Just riding by, they weren't really that cool. But as I started to walk around and see some of the bikes stuck back in there, they were already parked. And um, after we got done with our podcast, I went down to the strip, that area, kind of rode around a little bit. I thought you were banned from that area. <laughs> That's the strip club. Oh, the strip club. <laughs> no. So th- there was just a lot of cool stuff cool things to see, very interesting people. 
we met up with one guy who literally all he does all year round is travels around the country riding his motorcycle with his dog. So that's something that you're seeing a lot more of is guys with their dogs and their companions out riding around. But this guy's got a massive following and all because he's got a little, his dog little chihuahua hooey dog. Yeah. Just rides around with him on the, on the tank or on the seat or whatever, has a dog bed set up for him and he just chills out riding a motorcycle. Yeah. And this was not Adam, Adam Sandoval. Negative. No, it was a different guy. Yeah. Negative. More, I mean, he, the guys that we were around that day, he was pretty infamous to them. Everybody knew him, but just talking with him, super interesting story, where he came from, where he's going, what he does. Guy owns a camper, a truck, and a motorcycle and his dog, and he'll go set up shop and ride that area for as many days as he wants to, and then pull up stakes and go somewhere else. How cool would that be? Yeah, for sure. That's what I think I told him. I said, you want to trade lifestyles? Yeah, I heard you say that. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't I, eager. wasn't a taker, yeah. No. Wasn't a taker. So they also gave away, uh, the folks at Law Tigers, they gave away a, a motorcycle, a Paul Yaffe. Yeah, that happened at Sturgis is what it was. But they had the bike there. Yes. An amazing machine. It was cool to see. Can you remember what it was? So I can't remember what year it was, but it was a new road glide that they'd done their inverted front end on. I believe it was Olin's rear shocks with his hidden re- reservoir mounts. Instead of having those like most people are doing now, they want to show off how much money they spent. They put these oil reservoir shocks way up over the rear fender and the saddlebags and kind of puts them on display. His were super tasteful and tucked down in front of them out of the way. Running a Trask Turbo system. It is a silver and gray and orange bike. It's got orange wheels. Really neat ass bars and controls. Just a high end top quality build. So what they did is they raffled that thing off. It's an expensive motorcycle. It's an expensive motorcycle to begin with. But then you add on all the extra stuff that they've done. It's something I need to hit here. It's something I didn't mention, but it has Hoffman's carbon fiber parts on it now. So the whole, all the bags, fender, all that crap is carbon fiber, not steel, not fiberglass. You're talking about expensive ass parts in freaking top quality parts. So it's an all carbon bike, lightweight, super race inspired, and makes a shit ton of horsepower with that trash turbo system. So it was really, really neat to see it right there. You know, we're in Podunk, Missouri, middle of nowhere. Paul Yaffe's out in Arizona. They gave it away at Sturgis, a massive rally. And then to see something like that in our neck of the woods, it's just really cool, really neat. Kind of makes you feel special when you get to see that end of the market come to your little spot in the world. It Absolutely. You know, you mentioned earlier, we saw a lot of cool bikes, but then you turn your neck and look at that one. All yeah. of a sudden, they're not as cool as you had yeah, thought. Yeah, there were some good builds out there. There were some good bikes. The one thing I really wish I would have saw was, and I really kind of, I'm sure they do it somewhere over there, and I'm just a lamer, I guess, to it because I don't hear about it that much, but a really badass bike show where you can segregate it to baggers, soft tails, dinas, vintage, things like that. I would love Lake of the Ozarks to really hit something like that. Even if you did it down at the Strip or even if Harley would put it on, something that's going to draw these people in with these very unique motorcycles. Exactly. Now, at the time of this broadcast that you're hearing this podcast uh, on the day it's released, the prior Saturday down in Fayetteville, they had the first of an ongoing yearly bike show, vintage bike show. Yes. We weren't able to attend that because of other prior engagements, but uh, I'm going to attend it from now on. (laughs) That sounds freaking awesome. So that's good. That's going to be another one that we'll be doing. 
And my mind's just wrapped up in the old school stuff. I kind of hate that term, but yesteryear, whatever. Those old machines used to, it'd be old machines with a gooseneck cut on the front end or a big uphill chopper or something like that. Something that's kind of purist to what they were doing in the 60s, 70s, and into the 80s. But now we're getting vintage bike builders that are freaking, I mean, just blowing the ceiling away with one-off parts, one-off machining, making these engines look completely different than what they are. It's just so exciting to see what people are doing in the custom market and off the custom market, not just your big wheels or your lay frames or big stereo systems or dynas or something like that. Vintage custom stuff. Well, if you can take it beyond the normal just bolt on something you bought yeah, and you start getting into the realm of, no, we didn't buy this. We made that part. Yes. We made that tank, you know, or those fenders, stuff like that. That's where my head lies. I mean, I like that. I love that shit too. It's so amazing. Someone I've been following or kind of watching for years is Lead Sled Customs out of Dayton, Ohio. They spin all their own fenders. And used to, when they started, it was a shit-ass little building. You know, the basement was where they worked out of. They had a semi-trailer that they had their spinning wheel and stuff in that they made their fenders. People that make all their own crap like that, to me, are just super, super fascinating. I wish I was that capable and that smart. I think you are. You just don't have, you don't, your bank account is not large <laughs> enough to be able to buy the equipment required to make uh, that possibly, stuff. Possibly, possibly. I just, I don't know. I hyper-focus on other stuff too much, I guess. But guys like that that are machining all their own parts and making all these old machines run seamlessly, look flawless, and absolutely sexy as can be, man, my hat's off to them. Because that, I think, truthfully, I could be way off base here, but I really think that's where the market's going to go next is to one-off, very unique motorcycles, whether it be a Harley, a BSA, BMW, old vintage, whatever you say, I think it's going to kind of turn. Hell, I've even seen started seeing gold wings with big wheels on them now. I have too. And, it, and you know what? <laughs> when they do the gold wings with the big wheels without the big bags on them and stuff, uh -huh. stripped down, call me old, but I think that's cool looking. <laughs> I mean, everybody's getting into it. So it's an exciting time to be a motorcyclist or a motorcycle enthusiast. We'll see what, what happens in the next phase of the trend. So coming up, we've got some exciting things happening in the podcast. I can't really reveal them right now, but there's some changes coming ahead, positive ones. Yeah. Uh, some of those changes are going to include a lot more remotes, and we will let you know in advance instead of just hearing the podcast, hey, guess where we've been? <laughs> you know, this yeah. is where we're going and what we're doing, yeah. and we'll keep you abreast of that if you're listening. Also, uh, if you have an event that you want to uh, let us know about, you can always get online and uh, there at the interwebs and send us an email and let us know about it. We will be on top of it and yeah. let everybody know what it is and what's going on. Hell yeah. I mean, it's somewhat a free marketing for you. We're not the greatest or the best or anything, but any any little bit we can help to help the motorcycle industry, community, whatever out. You got a little event you want to pop on and say, hey, we've got this coming up in this area at this date and this time. We, you know, we'll do everything we can to try to help it out. And hell, maybe we might even be able to get down there to it and check it out. That's something we love to do. It's just get out there, see what's going on with motorcycling. Little yeah. events, big events, whatever. Like I said, we want to have fun with these uh, podcasts. We're going to do uh, trivia contests, games, giveaways, 
Uh, Randy is a voted in wet t-shirt contest, but nobody really wants to see Randy in a wet t-shirt and they damn sure don't want to see me in one. So, yeah, you we'll know, just, we might have to just nix that all together. Maybe. Uh, you won't be seeing an ass contest out of either one of us. Plumber's either. butt. <laughs> yeah. That's what we ought to do. Yeah. Plumber's, plumber's butt crack. Content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we should do. Who's got we the best do that. plumber's crack out here? Yeah. Decorate it all up. Maybe bejazz a little, little bit. Yes. Throw I think that's a great idea. <laughs> you know, everybody Equal does opportunity. It is funny as shit. You got all these big rallies, and that's what it is: bikini models, wet t-shirt contest, ass contest. I'm going like to catch hell for this, but uh, let's you break know. it out and go the other way. Make it just absolutely atrocious. It's like a train wreck. You can't help but look. <laughs> I really enjoy watching people at these events, and one of the things that I've noticed, and since I'm not talking about any one specific person, and I probably, if you've ever seen me or met me, have no one to talk. I have a question. It's a valid, legitimate question. Let's hear it. Why is it that women of a certain age, and I'm going to preface this by saying between 50 and 70, that's fair, 50 and 70, who maybe dress out at about 250 plus pounds, (laughs) feel the need to walk around with uh, what my niece calls a crop top and Uh, Daisy Dukes. It's hot, homie. No. It's hot. They got to let that stuff breathe a little bit. It ain't hot. And bless their heart, God love them. You know they looked in the mirror that morning and said, I look good. I'm killing it. I'm banging this. <laughs> no, I do. I do no, enjoy. Because there's, for old men like me, there are some things you just can't unsee. And their time <laughs> is too short and precious. That's it. So Give ladies, stop it. No, nah, man. We love everybody-ish. But I do enjoy going to rallies That's and That's Randy giving his own personal opinion. <laughs> I do love going to these rallies, events, whatever, and just seeing the garb that people are in. Because people do kind of dress out for it. They do. It's like it's it's Halloween. Yes. We always talk about the quote-unquote poser, if you will, that's sitting there at the mailbox in his full leather gear in his truck. Yeah, don't feel like we're picking on women because we have talked about men doing the same thing many times. But it just cracks me up like Sturgis is a big one. You always see dudes with the full buffalo head and like the fur dress out. Just shit like that. Like I really enjoy the unique people. I love watching it. Yeah. We used to like to go to Memphis down to Beale Street at night and get set up with a little table in one of the balconies. (laughs) Freaks and weirdos. Freaks and weirdos. Watching people. I mean, that's that's good entertainment. It is. It is. I wouldn't call it wholesome family entertainment. (laughs) <laughs> but at the rallies, you're going to see a lot of that. And that's, that's yeah. to me, that's three quarters yeah. of the fun. It really is, man. Those lame ducks out there that are just sitting there all squared up and stone-faced acting like they're tough. Eh, I can give or take those. I can see them anywhere. But those super unique, eccentric people that come running in here and they're freaking like dudes in their Speedo thong that's like a bikini and running oh. around with a crazy hat on and boots and acting a fool. Like those guys, for whatever reason, I like. And the chicks that are in full body paint just saying off-the-wall stuff and running around. We Those talked about the guy that me. I know we've talked about the guy that I saw in Springfield uh, yeah. one time, the old man, he was as old as I am on a gold wing and, a and as big as I was and, and as hairy as a, as a baboon <laughs> only wearing a thong sitting on a sheepskin on a gold wing. Yeah. For some reason that shit I'll makes never me laugh. get that out of my mind. I, I kind of like to, but yeah. that's the fun part. That's the things we like to see. Yeah. The fun, exciting people is what really makes these events it just absolutely a blast to go to. Exactly. 
So this podcast, because of technical difficulties, it wasn't anyone's fault. It just shit happens sometimes, and we will endeavor to make sure that never happens again. It's going to be a little bit short, so we will be back next time with something somewhat interesting to talk about. God, and I I'm, hope so. I'm saying that in faith. I don't know <laughs> for sure. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And uh, But in the meantime, if you get a chance to listen to some past episodes, you can go to randomthoughtsfromtheroad.com and check out our past episodes if you want to become a club member. We love that. We're giving away free stuff. Sign up for our free giveaway. It, what does that hurt at all? And nah. check out ozarkrides.com. Check out some of your favorite rides. And uh, if you're from out of the area, maybe explore where you want to go. But yeah. until next time, when we can get our poop in a group, stay safe and keep riding. Bingo. Bingo.